Hey everybody, before we get started with our podcast, The Bearded Bias, we wanted to let you know that these episodes are brought to you by the Bearded Lemon Beard Comb. Go to beardedlemon.com or Amazon to order the fantastic sandalwood beard comb that has two different sides for your comfort, either coarse or thin. And if you use the promo code BEARDEDBIAS, you will get 50% off your first comb. That's again, the Bearded Lemon Beard Comb. Good afternoon, everybody. We're listening to some groovy jams and also talking about some beards and some biases. I'm here with Don Denham. I'm your host, Cameron Morton. Today, we're going to talk about things that make us laugh. I don't really care what those are. Don, are you ready for this? I'm not. Let's do it. I don't care, man. man, We're we're having fun. We're having fun, you know? Yeah, we're kicking it loose. Yeah, we're doing two podcasts this week. This sounds like fun. Yeah, two podcasts, two guys, one cup. I can watch that. I can watch that video over and over again, and not vomit. So really, yeah. Well, that'll be that'll make one of us. Um, <laughs> well, who knows what's going into that cup? Um, mm. Definitely my vomit. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're we're going a little bit off kilter. We're kind of just doing this one freestyle. So here's our uh, wiggity rap. Riggedy rap. Yeah, um, I mean, we're sure gonna hit our segments. Do you have like a manly man of the week? No. Okay. Well, I, I have sort of a manly man story. Okay. Uh, that Great. I wanted to tell you because I'm pretty Perfect. excited about this. So Great. Um, so, uh, welcome everybody. And, uh, yeah. We're here. We're already here. Cool. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I'm so not used to not doing the intro. Wait, I'm so not used. Yeah, you, you, did, you did it right. Okay, yeah, I did yeah. the double negative, so I'm used to You're it. not 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 used to being in the intro. Do you know where you are right now? <laughs> nope. Yep. <laughs> That's the quaaludes. Um, That's good. So... I wanted to talk to you. my hand? I wanted to talk to you about a story. Um, I was okay. 19 years old. Sure. And uh, it's my manly man. My dad. My dad. He's a manly man. He's he's a cowboy. Sure. Owns horses. He was a welder, like a welding inspector, actually, which is like the high-end portion of welders in the world. He was a man. Okay. Like, six foot four. 235 pounds. He's he's a manly man. I believe uh, it. Bald. Looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sort of talks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's awesome. Uh, he's great. And my dad told me one time, uh, he was very close friends to our next door neighbor. They lived behind us. Okay. Did you have neighbors growing up like that were like that you, your whole family was friends with them? Um. Yes. Yes. I, I also had. What's funny is that I've had like neighbors that I still keep in contact with from like my, my childhood as well as like uh neighbors that uh my next door neighbor when i was a kid was like my arch nemesis nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i punched it in the face nice did yeah, you really yeah my only i think my only fist fights were when i was like seven nice that kid seven to nine or just seven i, I Seven to nine. Got all your fighting out in that time yeah frame. pretty much i mean it was like maybe one or two and we're talking i mean like uh, not not even fights, but definitely definitely fists though. Yeah. Fists landed. Seven year olds are still involved in my fights. I'm just not the seven year old. Seven year old just kick the shit out of them. <laughs> You'll learn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come here, pussy. <laughs> hey, what are you looking at? No. So I, I do go to jail a lot. I uh, do go to jail a lot. But uh, yeah, okay, so that's fitting. So uh, I will leave the names out of it. 
Sure. Of course, my dad's going to get pissed if I say this story. I'm I don't think he thinks about it because he didn't think or about it. Or listens to the podcast. I don't know. He's a pretty avid listener, man. Is he? No, not at all. <laughs> He's like, you need to get on the damn computer and start working, you pussy. <laughs> That's what my dad would say. Get off that goddamn microphone. Dad, I, I worked 62 hours last week. That ain't enough, you boy. <laughs> you sleeping? What else are you doing? Yeah. Um, so when I was 19, my dad talked to me about friendship and how important it is as you grow up uh, to, to have close, close friends and and our next door neighbor, his name will be Shim. Uh, <laughs> his name will be Bick Mitchum. I uh, took that from a movie, so okay, Bick Mitchum. Yeah, um, Bick was very, very close to my dad. Bick is a cancer survivor. Okay, uh, he's. I mean, he's been through a lot of shit. His dad, my dad, and him, uh, or they have they've just gone through a lot of friendship things together. Gone through a lot of forty-five to fifty-year-old man things. That you deal with. <laughs> hey, did you get your prostate check for the first time? Yeah, man, it was weird, dude. <laughs> Guy had his finger up my ass. So, uh, but like, you, you experienced liked it. Yeah, he's a sort of questioning uh, the previous fifty years. But he told me about how one time, uh, he he went to hug him after he was, you know, had gone through all the surgery and he was back to being normal. And my dad hugged Bick, and in this ca- in this case. He hugs him and then he pulls away and then just a little, little right on the mouth. What? Yeah, you just kiss him right on the mouth. Wait, your dad yeah. kissed Bick or Bick kissed his dad? Well, that's what I want to know. Like, I don't know who went 90, who went 10. And, and, my dad, and my dad told me at the time, I was like, Dad, you kissed a guy in the mouth? And he goes, Son, two best friends, they are, I mean, when you love another man, but when, when you're best friends with somebody and... You're in an intimate... No. Uh, when... <laughs> but he told me, he was like, he was all, if you're close to another man, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just showing an affection towards another man. And he's your friend. And you care about him. You love him like a brother. And I was like, yeah, but like, you, you kissed him. Like, you kissed him on the mouth. Like, like I don't, I don't want to be like, hey, great podcast, dog. Like that. <laughs> Like see you tomorrow, man. Yeah, well, we we've we've done a lot of intimate embracing after like for, like when we play like Rocket League together, like yes or uh what was it fucking uh the any of the like, Dallas Cowboys game where I literally jumped into your arms. You did, like, yeah. Like, my wife was so infuriated like, about that. Like, but. Oh, oh, the me jumping into your arms. Thing? No, I was screaming while she was trying to sleep. Oh, because because I said we're gonna watch football and she was all. Football takes eleven hours. And I was, <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> but but yeah, like those. I can get it right because yeah. there's such an emotion at the moment where you're ready to like just experience something together. And I swear to God, I hugged you with underwear on yesterday. I swear to God, that actually happened. But uh, uh, okay, sure. maybe shirtless. Maybe shirtless. Uh, I don't. No, I don't think so. Because I mean, like, don't worry, I mean, yeah. like I like. Yeah, we, we drank a bunch, but I don't remember. I would have remembered, like, your flesh. Yeah. Like, like, I, like, I, 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 I know the I, scent of your flesh. <laughs> no, I'm just pretty sure I can discern between whether or not I got hugged toplessly or yeah. with the shirt on. So. This is a moot point. we got to get back to my dad kissing a guy. All right. Um, <laughs> so okay. I, I asked him as a 19-year-old, not really thinking about it. I hadn't had, I have had friends come out to me. Since then, oh, okay. but I hadn't. I had always been sort of like that. Oh, you're a fag. Oh, you're gay. You know, mm-hmm. kind of guy. Oh, sure. And and I still am in a way. But uh, 
ultimately, uh, I was like, what? That's just, so, I just didn't, it didn't re- register yeah. to me at all. I was like, what, what, it, what, what made my dad go like, you know, it's a good idea right now. That was a long embrace. We'll top it off with a little sugar on top. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm think, what I, what I was wondering was in that moment, one of them, and I can't say who made the decision, but one of them had to make the decision. Right. And one of them had to be holding the other one and then step away and go, and you've got to make eye contact at that point. You need to go, you know, is it, is it, oh, is this okay? Yeah. Are we good? Are we good? Can I, can I? And, and you're slowly creeping in and then you just go, oh. and I wonder, the one who didn't make the decision, yeah. what did they think? Like, what were, well, that, like, if my dad got kissed, was he just like, you know what? I'm going to turn it manly. I'm going to make it manly. Son, you can kiss other men. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, you're making a good point. I mean, uh, like, with with kissing anybody, you're right. It, it, it should be a two-way street as far as, you know, <laughs> that, that particular impasse. You know what right. I mean? It, it, like, like you said, the 90 and 10, you know, that, <laughs> like, it's the... Someone goes 90, the other person goes the other 10, and boom, a, a kiss is made. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how kisses are made. That's, yeah, kiss that's, made. How, that's the birds and bees conversations <laughs> of men kissing. Soon, another man's going to come up, and when you can smell his aftershave, you're going to rub your chest hairs together, and then he's just going to come right back at you and kiss you on the mouth. Well, that's that's where, uh, you know, whenever if someone says, like, uh, uh, if it's in a pile, it's not gay. Um, yeah, there's like, there's like, there's, was, there's always was, there's a little like asterisk of there's like, oh no, that's not gay. like what, uh, like uh, sports guys slapping each other in the ass, you know? It's like, oh, it's clothes, it's not gay. Yeah. Uh, I always like, one of them said like, hey, it's not gay unless you make eye contact. I'm just like, I think it'd be funnier if it was just like, it's only gay if you break eye contact. <laughs> so we're just staring at each other, not blinking. Well, was it like, that makes? I mean, like, if you're having gay sex at that point, staring. Yeah, like. like like and I'll and I'll be the woman or not the woman I'll be the taker in this situation. Okay. Like if I was I'd have to just like turn my over and just like look at you the whole time. That would be weird. Like I think yeah. that's why like like gay people are like yeah no I don't want to make eye contact like stop looking at me right now I just want right. to be I want to be in this moment. So did did my dad kiss him eyes open or did was I, he... yeah I think that was probably I feel like it's one of those things where um I. It's okay. Imagine like you're crossing a street, like it's it's like a big, it's like a very busy freeway kind of thing, and then your friend just books it, and like y'all are both like, say you're both like holding on, like you're both carrying like, I don't know, a box or something like that. You guys are moving something from across the street, and one guy just decides to go. And you're like, ah, I guess I'll go too. Like yeah. I feel like that. It seemed more reactionary than like, yeah. time to plan a big one. I'm a favorite fella, right? Like, which I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just. Like, well, that's but a, but there's still a decision being made by yeah. one person going. It's time, time to kiss a man. I like. I think that's a pretty ballsy power move. Where it's just like this. Like like I, I think I couldn't have. No, that that's the best powerful wording I could have gone. Yeah. But I mean like <laughs> like someone just like you know I know he's my best friend and all, but I really think we need to take it up a notch. <laughs> like, we need to be. We need to just. We need to be kissy pals. Yeah, like, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like is there a point of that where it's like. Maybe there is this other level of friendship I don't know about. Sure. Where it's just like, I go, uh, you know, Don, come here, buddy. Come here. No, just give, uh, yeah, you know, and you're just like. Well, I think uh. it's also another thing that I'm shorter than like 80% of my friends, so everyone <laughs> would think they're kissing a bearded kid. All we're going <laughs> to see is like a meme, and it's just going to be like, you're, oh, you're on your tippy toes up kissing me, and it's going to be like, 
when he's taller than you, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, that's Some like, shitty Hallmark thing that's like just big viral fire. Oh, shit. So my dad kissed the dude, though. But if you've ever met my dad, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like, A, no way. Yeah. And B, yeah, he probably could because of how emotional he is. He's like super, super emotional. He cries over everything. And not in like the, oh, God damn. Yeah. But like he'll be like, I love you so much, son. Oh, like, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Well, I, I, I equate that to manliness. I think that there's there's the uh, a common falsehood of, of manliness of just like, you well, if you, if you don't emote ever, yeah. if you don't ever show anything, yeah. that makes you a better man. I'm like, no, that makes you a psychopath. I mean, there's certain, there's different ways of expressing yourself. There's, you don't always have to be, yeah. uh, you know, ex- super expressive either. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, 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 there's... Everyone has like and there's ways twice. of showing affection. There's hugs. There's gifts. There's well, kissing another man on the mouth. Like there's all this. True. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's like, do you ever kiss your dad? I mean, like, I I don't. I, I'm not saying like that's a thing that like, I'm gonna oh. kiss him tomorrow. Yeah. I'm seeing my dad tomorrow. I'm gonna kiss him right on the mouth when I say, "Hey, dad, what do you what do you think about that?" He's gonna be like, that that? "Don't kiss me on the mouth again, you gay boy." <laughs> Thought I taught you better than that. Yeah, exactly. And then Bick comes over. He's all, "Come here, boy." <laughs> God, the, the Foley work is so gross for that. Uh, God, it's like, it's like a Labrador eating peanut butter on in a bathtub full of jelly. I feel like Big's face would have been like, he after the kiss, he would go. He's all, you taste like schlops or schlops. What is it? Schlitz? Schlitz, yeah. Schlitz, yeah. Malt, like, malt liquor. Because like I feel like, oh, uh, malt liquor. Or Schlitz, is that a non-alcoholic beer? No, that's a, a O'Doul's. Ah. You know what? That'd be even funnier, though. <laughs> Tastes like O'Doul's. You take it like O'Doul's. Why are you goes, drinking beer? He's all, I'm that's so, not alcoholic. I'm so drunk right now. He's all, stop acting again, Tim. <laughs> Shit. He's all, I love you. <laughs> Can we be in a relationship together? But no, it's it. that was one thing to me. I was like, it's just so crazy, because if I planted a kiss on you, I don't know if we, well, maybe we'd be friends, but like you'd be like, it, there'd be something there. I think it does change something. Well, yeah, I mean, there's... Okay, is it a sober thing? Is it a... Because he's, he's not... My dad doesn't drink. Okay. Like, he rarely drinks. Well, okay, but... Uh, okay. So, is it okay to kiss for two men who are presumably straight um, to kiss each other? Right. Like... Because, like, yeah. in Russia, they do. Yeah. You go, and it's not the cheek, it's the... Right, right there. there on the lips. Yeah, and there's a lot of cultures that that, that that happens, and that's not a, you know, it's like how some people like like for me, I don't find it. I don't find it culturally wrong. It's just something I'll never do. Like when people have their dogs kiss them on the mouth. Have you seen that? Like when people say, oh yeah, like oh, this, yeah. like when like they're getting like just butthole tongue all over the face because that's really that, I hate that. That's that's something I don't like it. I think it's really gross. I don't like that someone's like because like, dogs put their tongue everywhere. Like, whether you see it or not, it's... I don't know if there's anything that retains more bacteria than a dog mouth. What, I love are, dogs, by the way. I think they're fantastic. Kiss on the face? Yeah, you know what, whatever. But in your mouth, there's something about that that just... Whew, uh, it's it's like having a baby sneeze in your mouth. Oh, God damn it, Don. Yeah, I know. No. Well, that's the thing. is that uh. There's some people that actively do that, and I think with, like, certain... Again, I'm not... I don't, I don't condone baby sneezing in mouths, but like, I don't, I, I just picture this one dude out there. He's all, he's all tickle, tickle, tickle on your nose. And the mom's uh, like, stop tickling your baby. 
stop tickling my ear. He's all, ah. And then just this, the baby's all, shit. And he's all, yeah. Yeah. I got your baby soul now. You might as well not even have him. She's all, I'm in Paris. a fucking target. Get out of here. And he's all, I need to probably get back to work. <laughs> Goes back and continues socking the shelves. Got it. So, all right. So, oh, but it's right, I don't. I don't know. Uh, for me, it's just like, if it's two consenting adults, do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, there's, uh, I would, I would not do it myself and it's not because okay. I think it's wrong or that I don't, or I think it's, it doesn't insult me. And if I had a friend that kissed me on the lips, like if you kissed me on the lips, I know. Cause I'm a highly emotional guy. Like yeah. I, I'm an emotional guy. And so like in emotional moments, it, there's, I can't deny the fact that I'm from my, I'm my father's son. Yeah. So at one point, there could be a point in my life where I just, I decide, you know what? My dad was right. Kissing dudes on the mouth is not the worst thing in the world. Come here, Don. Sure. Well, and, and, and okay. Like if there's a, I don't know. I, I think it's, in essence, like the physical act itself is pretty harmless. Right. Now, the context of it, I think is a big deal. Like, like what you said, like your, your dad and his buddy who are, like, apparently had been through some shit together, yeah. had big, long history. Had, I'm assuming they hadn't seen each other, maybe, or something like that? No. Or was no, it just no, a regular... No, just like a, they both live in the same town. Well, okay. <laughs> but just, like... Both hang out every day. But no. just, like, this spontaneous, like, just, like, maybe it's just some, someone just so goddamn happy to see you. It just happens. You know? It's, yeah. it's like when... Uh, laughing so hard you fart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, Laughing so hard well, fart is equivalent to loving someone so much that's another man that you kiss him on the mouth. You actively make the decision to move your face towards his and kiss him on the mouth. Uh, There's seconds. There I are multiple feel, seconds there where you're going, well, okay. I'm kissing him, I'm kissing him, I'm kissing him, I'm kissing him. I'm kissing him. Well, let, we let, kiss. Let, let's do this play-by-play of the men kissing here. I know, like... Dudes hug all the time. Oh yeah, I, I hug. hug I, yeah, I oh yeah, I'm, I'm hugger as well. I love it. You rest like right in my chest plate, which oh, is great. No, I love it. I get to nuzzle in your bosom. So, you do, um, man. It's pretty great. Get up in there. Like, anyway, right on top so- of my fat abs, like just like sort of like your chin <laughs> rest there, right in between my tits, like just sort of <laughs> nuzzled up, you motorboat son I, of a I bitch. I've motorboated many a men. <laughs> um, so uh, the. Uh, so the play with play between the guys, like, like okay, so the, the guys hug. Okay. So far, so good, right? Right. Come back, I would imagine it's a pretty quick moment between their lips touching then, rather than hug, stare at each other. Kiss. Close in. <laughs> take a deep breath. Feel each other's hearts beating <sighs> until they sink together. Wait for that, yeah. I don't know, Ryan Adams song that they love so much, come on. I feel like it'd be like, Take my breath away. It'd be, I think this would be because it's better for my dad's generation. To, I've been waiting for the girl that you to come into my. <laughs> like, wait okay. so long for your kiss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Well, all together, I just thought it was so funny because oh, my no, dad it's a, it's a is funny, like. A, it, well, it's a funny. It's a, it's almost a Seinfeld esque right, situation. Right, yeah. You're just like, I mean, he kissed me. Not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah, like, like yeah. that kind of stuff. It is yeah. definitely a Seinfeld story. So then, speaking of another Seinfeld story, okay. Today I bought Tylenol Severe for my wife because she is under the weather. Oh no, oh, she doesn't sick, feel good. Sick, lady. And I invited you to my home where she is sick, so you'll probably she's, get this. She's been quarantined. I'm, I think I'm okay. 
well, I've been taking cotton swabs out of the back of her throat and putting them all over your belongings. So, <laughs> you're all, I was wondering my phone felt so sticky. Well, that's a different reason. So, <laughs> I do this fun thing with your phone. We won't get into that. Anyways, CVS, <laughs> Tylenol Severe, okay. and a cashier. These okay. three things generally don't make for a story. However, okay. I she asked me when I was born, when I was purchasing this. And I'm sitting there, like, very confused. Because she just got done talking to this other guy. Wait, she, when, she, when you were born? Oh, okay. Like, what year uh, was uh, I born? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was like, are you a Pisces? Because you look like a Pisces. I feel like you have, like, those soft, kind <laughs> eyes. <laughs> very new-agey CBS employee. Yeah. Let's talk about our signs. See how compatible we are. It's like, I want to get through this 30-second interaction that I don't want to be a part of. So, <laughs> But, like, she'd asked the guy beforehand. Sure. How's your Fourth of July weekend going? Uh, what you got any plans for tomorrow? And so I'm like at this point preparing my answer because I'm like I'm probably gonna get this. Right. I'm like ah, oh, oh, yeah. just hanging out, you know. How about you? I want to make you comfortable too. Gotta keep you feeling good. Breaking down the consumer employee barrier. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, most people are like I'm on my phone. Fuck off. I don't want to talk to you. Take my card. Let's get out of here. Sure. So I want to make them feel a little bit important. And so I'm like ready, and she's like, "When when were you born?" And I was like, "You know, just sort of enjoying the pool and uh, really having a great time." <laughs> Wait, what? And she's like, "What year were you born?" Uh, ni- 1989. Well, why why do you why why do you need to know that? Oh well, um, funny thing about Tylenol Severe, uh, this is what they make meth with. And I was like, "You know what? Like, there's people that you should probably just not like." I'm pale, have, like, red eyelids. Like, yeah. I look like someone who probably has done meth. <laughs> I know this. I'm aware. I've had cops ask me, are you on drugs right now, son? I'm like, no, I just, it's 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> so, I'm like, no, I'm not a crackhead. I'm sorry. But, like, she got me one step closer to being a meth addict, potentially. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> You're now on an FBI watch list yeah. unconsciously. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't even mean to be it. And my phone's like, this guy likes math. <laughs> but I was thinking, to it, I was like, why does my birthday matter when it comes to making meth? Like, does, it's like, <laughs> you're 25, right? Yeah, I am. Well, you're probably fine to not make meth. But if you want to, here's some Tylenol Severe. Like, if you're 18, it's you can't. kind of giving it away. Yeah. Or, or if you were to be younger than 18, right. would you still be able to? Because I know that there's a reason why they have over-the-counter uh, drugs such as uh, I mean like Sudafed for example the good Sudafed not like oh the good shit well I mean depending on how congested you need it like yeah that's the re- they will the reason they make you sign something for uh, that cold medicine which was normally something that you could just pick up yourself and put it in your grocery bag and you know pay yeah. for it is because there would be people that were just like buying you know like a whole you know Costco box of it and it's because of there's I can't remember it's some sort of there's a component in uh, Sudafed particularly that uh, should I look up the, uh, the the recipe for meth and tell everybody tell our listeners I don't think it's gonna I think if someone feels like they're going to uh, do a massive inventory uh, stock up on Sudafed with the goal of making meth one they probably don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts. <laughs> Two, uh, I don't uh, think us telling them is going to was going to be that that 
climactic factor. Like they I sort get, of want to have the... all this pseudo in their hands. Are like, all I need is just that final push <laughs> to really do it. But and... I don't have the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but I do uh, listen to a fuck ton of podcast. <laughs> what are what Don and Cameron are up to? Oh, they pushed me over the edge. Now my life is ruined. Yeah, I now. Yeah, God. I at least want to have one user, or not user. Well, they would be a user, but a listener. Yes. Be, be a direct correlation to their life being ruined be because of the fact that they listen to the bearded bias. <laughs> That's what you want? Is this, what you, is this your diabolical plan? All no, along? no. I want everybody else to be happy, but I want one person to <laughs> dive down this rabbit hole of meth and, like, heroin and, like, come out, and then we could talk to them on the show and be like, how was that trip? And they'll be like, you know what? Honestly, lost a lot of friends and a lot of family members. Couple also, toes. Yeah, I don't have a left pinky toe at all anymore. My balance is shit. Yeah. This is your fault. However, lost the middle three on my right foot and kept the big toe and the little toe. <laughs> hell of hell of good balance on my right foot. So huh. my my parole officer calls me Skip. Uh, so yeah, but I, if we that never if, happens to anyone, that sounds so fucking awful. Like don't know. I mean, I just want to know. Like, what my intentions are? No, I just want you... Like, I don't understand why you can't support my desire to impact our listeners in more than just an ear. Oh, I I would love to be an influence. I just don't know if that influence... I want them to be heavy narcotics. Yeah, well, you know, some of us have different goals. So, whatever. Okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah, well, yeah, well... I don't. I still. <laughs> I, I disagree to disagree. Yeah, uh, but, but I, uh, I don't really care. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, eh, fuck it, you yeah. know. Yeah. But no, I was sitting there going like, "What is the normal age that one would start doing meth? Like, where would where do you begin? Uh, depending on your county, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that's the yeah. thing is that like there's to be honest, meth is so much more prevalent and more rural districts. And actually, what's so interesting is so many people have sweat. Whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> the undercarriage. Mm. Um, the from my understanding, like out in the country, is like more of a drug haven yeah. than any urban uh, sites or any uh, urban areas. Uh, just be. Because there's just so much, many fewer people out there, yeah. and it's just it's more isolated. And frankly, I think it's just because they're so disconnected from people in general that that's where they can start thinking right. like. You should remind me of another story. Actually, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, that's yeah. great. Cool. But so yeah, you're saying like everybody's so far away. Yeah, and yeah. Then I guess that's where they develop the. <laughs> the, the well the need. Man, I mean, I'm bored. Also, what do you want to do? Not feel anything. Okay. <laughs> or feel like bees are in my eyes and teeth. Who but, had that trip and was like, you know what? I want to try that again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, two it's, second it's a times a charm. Yeah, it's just like I want to have my teeth look like I don't know, like cream corn but hardened. Like oh. that's. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, like that Indian corn that's like black, yeah, red, yellow. Yes, yes, yeah. the Native American corn. <laughs> like that cream corn. Ew, yeah. Who would eat that? Oh, oh God. Meth addicts. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's their teeth, actually. I know. No, it's, meth is. That's, it's. It sucks because, like, I, as much as I make fun of those, that 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 process, like, it's strictly aimed at such a small. Like, I'll make fun of cokeheads all day because it's rich people. Like, coke is a very like very rich, or like pot. Like, that's like everyone does it. Like, that's that's. There's no like 
very specific demographic, but with meth and crack particularly, because they're just cheap or cheap in comparison to those yeah. other things. Um, and there's just people like, it's the sorry, li- I just recently watched like this in prison. Like, yeah, this is sorry, like, this is like, way, this is way too real. And I'm <laughs> going to escape it with a story of my own. Um, nothing had nothing to do with meth, but it's funny. Well, it, but can I say this though? Yeah. So the people who are on meth are like my dad. They just decided that a kiss isn't far enough. They're going to, they're going to do other things. They're going to sure. be like, man, I want some meth so bad. Just just plop that old wiener in my mouth. Well, I did what? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, seriously though. I, when I'm driving down in like Houston, I've walked by people and they'd be like, "Hey man, I suck your dick for some coke." We're just like, dude, like it's like a dollar twenty nine at the convenience store. <laughs> yeah, like, I have no idea why this is that. I mean, Coca Cola, man, this is like this is insane. Like it burns my you throat. Know, it, you, I, I will just give you a, a coke. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't I know. I can't snort this shit. <laughs> Why but, would you? But no, uh, anyway. it's a yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's it, I, I don't know. I just the like I'll make fun of potheads all day. Uh, so you're not gonna make fun of meth meth addicts? I, well, it's it's just their a, fault, Don. It, it is, but they're Jesus also Christ. in a culture that they're developed. I'm sorry, I'm taking this way too literally. Yeah, no, fuck yeah, them. Yeah. They fucking they made their decisions. All of us make our own decisions. Fuck off if you're fucking an idiot and you want to be a meth addict. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't defend them. That's fair. I, I, okay, I... I like, if you were a meth addict, would I, you want me to feel sorry for you? No, but... No, I'd try to help you. I'm just saying that you're typically people that are that become crack addicts and meth addicts, and that whole culture is typically because they were raised in a very poor culture that has been... It's, it's a, like, I feel like there's been a, kind of a war against the poor uh, systematically. Not like... Uh, you know the man's out trying to get them it's just like with increased criminalization of basically like meth and crack like those aren't good things mm-hmm. but uh, the support that pretty much they've just been like these are evil people that need that have that are completely only held accountable for their actions uh, and people in general need to be held accountable for their actions but addiction is something that is not simply like oh it's it's like holding someone accountable for being gay like there's more to it than the just this mere decision of what well, like, I want to pursue I, it but like here's the thing like for me I didn't I wasn't like born go, well unless I was a crack baby then I was born addicted but, but there's the thing if, okay uh, the the highest leading statistic about how you are going to be a person is your environment and your, your parents more times than not mm-hmm. the reason that you're a democrat or a republican more times than not it's who your parents were whether or not you Met went to college yeah. whether or not you went to college whether or not you became a criminal like more times than not, it's whether or not it was you were put in an environment for that. So, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, fidgety crack addicts are funny to look at, or like it, like the the subject. I'm I'm so sorry that I'm doing this on a comedy podcast. It's just like I've always had when people are making fun of someone like just like ah oh, fucking stupid homeless guy. It's just like man, like there's so many. I I also just got wa- done watching Orange Is the New Black, where I'm seeing people systematically just being uh, reduced to less than humanity to a point to where I feel. Less, I you're using a sensitive. fictional television it's, show, it, but it's not fictional though. There is privatizations in like that's. Uh, so we recorded another cast earlier about With the tournament. Michael Jordan, yeah, yeah, and when I heard part, Michael Jordan is like invested in privatizing uh, prisons, majorly. Like, yeah. yeah, I I've looked into like why is that a big deal, and it's because well, it turns prisoners into more or less indentured servants in addition to or lesser than that. Like it, it's. 
their food has been cut completely short. It's things that were before available. And I, I understand they're criminals. Like they're not great people. Yeah, like they're still you, humans. You have all the same opportunities that they do. I know that like they grew up in a shitty world, but billions of people have grown up in a shitty world. Look, There's I've been homeless, bro. Like I, I know shitty. I've been sure. there, right? Yeah. But you have two things to do. You can choose to let it affect you, yeah. or you can choose not to. That's and fine. that's a decision you have to make. So a meth addict or a homeless person chooses to not to to not find better ways. Sure. The fact is, I've seen t- way too many homeless people. Yeah. Oh, fireworks. Sorry. Fire. Yeah. Sorry, just like someone's outside. No. All right, cool. <laughs> meth addicts are here. They're coming to get us. <laughs> they're like, hey, stop talking about us. <laughs> hey, they're getting. You got a sh- change? They're gonna. Yeah. Can Can I get some change though before you go? Yeah. No. Uh, but like, I don't know. Like, I'm a fucking meth addict. He's like, eh, yeah. You know what? I'm a piece of shit because he doesn't try to make himself better. And I know. I just I just feel that it's it's eh. not it's not that simple. But it's not. You're not wrong. Like I, I yeah, compl- I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. That like, yeah, people like, you can't just babysit someone throughout their entire life and not hold like not. We can't just ignore that they haven't made choices. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. not, they're not all just like, oh, this, this. Oh, look at the little meth addict. He doesn't know any better. Like I totally get. Like yeah, dude's made some fucked up decisions. But there's also, I just. I'm trying to have a bit more empathy that people weren't raised the same way it was or weren't put, like, I'm not well-to-do. I've, I'm have i making below the poverty level as far as my income is concerned. Mm-hmm. And, like... But I, you choose not to go rob a store. You choose I, not to sell drugs. You choose not to but be... But I also had a pretty awesome childhood. I have a great support around me. And I... Not that... That's the only thing stopping me from yeah. robbing a liquor store or <laughs> becoming a meth addict. Yeah. It's uh, I understand that my my foundation of my human my my myself my my being my psyche is has a lot to do with how much I love my friend or how much I know my friends have my back and how much I I know my family has worked yeah. as hard as they have for me. I know there's a lot of people that just don't have that. Now, granted, there's some people that don't have that and have succeeded and are fixing it. And there's also people that have had that, but they've had it, and then they've ruined that. Yes. Because of their inability to stay remain accountable for Uh their own actions because they've tried to live off of others. My brother-in-law is a prime example. I love Michael to death, but that was one of his biggest reasons why we had such a hard time having him here. Because he would consistently... I mean, I told you the time about when he broke into my house to play PlayStation 4 at night. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... That's... there. I don't have remorse for people like that. Okay. When he told me I have $250 and I'm going to move to Colorado, because that's where I want to live, uh-huh. and now he's got a fiancé up there, and I know for a fact that that fiancé isn't because he's in love with a woman or anything like that. She's providing a place for him to stay. Right. And he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. And he's got a... I, I, have a, I had a cousin like that as well. Right. But that was 100% a parasitic human being right and i completely i mean again i i i try myself to be empathetic to people that have had those hardships but i do completely understand that there are absolutely parasitic people that the only reason they interact with others is so they can use them right Uh, and i mean like it's i don't necessarily believe in the like okay there are people that are mooches if you will yeah um but there are also i i i just 
I feel like those are a smaller amount of people than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Like I think I think it's larger. Really? Yeah. I think that's why there's homeless people. Really? You think yeah. it, it's just everyone. Is well, I mean, how many times I've seen a homeless guy literally get out of this wheelchair, push his wheelchair across the car, uh, across the street, sit right. back down and say, "Handicap vet." I've sure. seen I've seen homeless people literally go get into brand new cars. Sure. I, I mean, like I know what they're doing, and they're leeching off everybody. And so I do think it's different, and our mindsets are different. I'm sure. I'm more jaded than you because I've been in a situation where I'm like sit, sleeping in my truck, going, "Fuck, what am I gonna do?" And then I see homeless people like taking advantage of getting money from every. I didn't sit there and say. Yeah, the only way I'm going to be able to live right now is by getting money from people. Sure. You know, I found a job. I busted my ass and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I'm not trying to make myself a martyr or anything. I'm not trying to make myself greater than I actually am. No. I'm just trying to say that's a choice. Yeah. People need to make choices from that perspective. I'm not saying you're wrong either. Like, you, you, it could very well be the we're case having, where... We're having a discussion about things we yeah. care about. That's fine. And it all started because uh, I was sold Tylenol Severe and my dad kissed the dude, so... It all works out. So, uh, so you did say you had a story, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I, I figured this is just kind of like uh, to the beards around the campfire series, uh, right. which is what I'll call this. For We're now. being biased at this moment. Yeah, We're right. truly embodying our name at this moment. I feel pretty good about it. No, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. So I want to tell you, just it's a comedic story that has to do with uh, someone thinking uh, a cop was... So it's uh, a buddy of mine who will remain nameless, um, but I've told the story a thousand times to a lot of my other friends. Uh, you might as well not be nameless. Uh, he's, uh, he was a, uh, a, so this is about high school time. Um, he, uh, 22 years old. Yeah. <laughs> just like me, right? Sure. Yeah. Just, right? Just, Everybody's 22 in high school? Everyone's 22 and just really, really tiny. Cameron, everyone's just super little in high school. I felt like I was taking all the same classes over and over again, but other than that, it was good. <laughs> so yeah, 22 years old, high so, school. All right. So this kid's in high school. Girls uh, are so he, hot. He's a, he's a tech theater, uh, guy. So like. Uh, primarily has like costumes and stuff like in his back. So like, just to explain the situation, um, you know, he drive to school every day um, and have to sometimes put those theater projects in his trunk. So he had uh, like skeleton props. He had uh, like spa or uh, like princess costumes and all this kind of stuff in his cart. Like uh, you know, skeleton heads, all, all kinds of weird shit in the back of his trunk. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the kids that he took to school. Why? Well, I mean, just like just little projects here and there of just like something, whatever the the oh, the was play. it like a freaky like no, yeah, he, he just had all of his theater little projects, skeletons, bro. Yeah, and again, he would work on multiple plays, so there, we would have like Macbeth or something, and then another. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other plays. I can't think of it. Like my uh, fucking guys and dolls. So he has like uh like. A female clothing in one thing and then like like I said skulls and shit and then another like it's all but it's all in his trunk yeah. like he just throws it all back in his trunk so it's just like a random assortment of shit uh, that just looks terrifying like a serial killer would have yeah. anyways so uh, he would take this kid back and forth I to need school. to clean up my trunk yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, he, one of his friends that he would take to school every day loved pineapple Fanta like it was just his favorite drink, and the the uh, the kid that was in tech theater can't hate on that. By the way, yeah, That's a he, pretty good he drink. yeah, he, but Pine he sugar. he hated pineapple fanta. It's his least favorite, but because his friend would ride with him to school every day, they had a little cube of uh, uh, pineapple fanta on the back uh, uh, of in his trunk. 
Sorry. Anyways, like so a, like a like a box wine Fanta. <laughs> like, sorry, like the the rectangle, the the, the a case of uh, pineapple Fanta. Oh, like uh, like with cans. Yes, can, can Fanta. Can I Fanta. thought you meant like box wine Fanta. I was like, man, I could get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Sorry. Uh, so he's got a case. But of he pineapple just loved Fanta. it so much that yeah. he ordered it the same way that like uh, like McDonald's orders their their um, Coke. Yeah, yeah their so, Coke. So like, it's yeah. He just doesn't even add carbonated water. Just to has it. A st- like a tube in his. <laughs> just put it in my veins yeah. yeah so anyway so pineapple fanta weird shit in the back of his trunk it's the whole reason I brought that up anyways he's he hangs out with a couple of friends he doesn't drink or anything um, but he, he's going home late and he's really tired and he swerves a little bit and sadly enough there's a cop behind him so the cop pulls him over yeah cop goes over and goes son saw you swerving over there if I have reason to believe you might be on some sort of a, a, under the influence of some sort of substance. Now, my buddy, he's a, he doesn't have Tourette's, but he's close. He's like one of those guys that just cannot, uh, he doesn't have that little voice in your head that says, maybe I shouldn't say this. Yeah. So the guy says, I have, I have reason to believe that you're under some sort of substance. He goes, no, sir, but the dead hooker in the back has a lot of meth left in her system. <laughs> Fuck. And so the, the cop just smiles. Can I see the back of your trunk, sir? He goes like, "Yes, sir." So he opens it up, and so there's all this weird shit in it, like, <laughs> like skulls, wands, like, you know, dresses, all kinds of weird shit, and like he's thinking like, "Fuck, I don't know what." To, like, there's no way I can, per- like, because he's just really fucking weird. Like, yeah. and how can you explain to yourself? You're you're swerving. You look kind of weird. And you got a bunch of weird shit in the back of your trunk. It's all just saying suspicion. So yeah. so the cop just looks at him and goes. Hey, is that pineapple Fanta? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, sir. It is. Yes, I love pineapple Fanta. Yes, do, do, do you want some pineapple Fanta? Yes. <laughs> I would love some pineapple Fanta. <laughs> so they're both drinking, just like talking about the weather, just like shooting, you know, just shooting the breeze, having a bunch of small talk. And he's just done it because he, he hates the stuff, but he's just drinking it with the cop. Cop finishes his pineapple Fanta. He's like, soon. Gonna let you off with a warning. Two things you gotta know. Number one, not all cops got a sense of humor like I do. Number two, not all cops love pineapple Fanta as much as I do. <laughs> he lets them go off on a warning. <laughs> oh shit. Because yeah. pineapple Fanta could be mistaken as embalming fluid. I just want to be like from a color perspective. It's like, hey, have you been killing people and keeping them inside of pineapple Fanta? What if? What if actually mortuaries just didn't? They ran out. <laughs> They ran out of like how some people can run out of cleaner and use coke to clean their toilets. Yeah. They're just like, all right, we're all out of embalming fluid. Let's go to HUB and get all the pineapple Fanta we can put in the trunk. They're coming by the they're coming by the showing and the family's like, God, I'm just gonna miss Grandpa so much. And somebody goes back down to like pay their respects and he's all, Since when did Grandpa smell like pineapple so much? <laughs> That's what we always called him. We always called him Old Pineapple. Old oh, Pineapple Johnson. <laughs> Telling kids to get off his lawn. Uh, um, call them pineapple. Just call him pineapple Johnson. I am in mourning. Goddamn it! It's it's in the afternoon. You're not invited to the wake anymore. But I'm here. John, get on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fun skits. So it was funny because uh, you talked about like, uh, like cops and all this kind of stuff. Sure. And, uh, and we were talking about meth earlier. Got into a little heated uh, discussion there, and sure. I liked it. Yeah. 
So we should talk about religion. No, uh, we should actually <laughs> talk about... Circumcision. Uh, the reason why I agree with you in the sense that meth and other drugs like that happen out in small rural towns. Um, when I was working at Best Buy in Bastrop, okay. we hired this guy, um, and uh, he his, his name is Frank. I won't say his last name. Nobody will know who he is. And... Um, I mean, Frank was, like, straight up, had tattoos all over his arms, like, it's tattoos on his face. Yep. Like, straight up, scary individual. Sure. And he worked in inventory with me, and we listened to a lot of rap. Like, I love rap. I, sure. I listen to a shit ton of rap. And we listened to that all the time, like, the most vulgar shit. Yeah. And he would, he's one of those guys that was, like, so scary that he could turn up the rap super loud, and people, it'd be like... Fuck you and your pussy. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. And people would be like walking by with their kids, and then he'd walk out, and they'd go, "Oh, it's fine, sweetheart. It's uh, just, expression." Just, just leave, leave the poor man alone. Yeah. Um, but one time he goes, he goes, "Hey, Cam." He goes, "Dude, uh, you look like you smoke weed, dog." And I was like, "I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do." And, and and he was all, "Well, man, if you need some, Smithville is like." biggest dra drug trafficking town in the United States. And I was like, what? I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that at all, which is just, Smithville is just south of uh, Bastrop by about 20 miles. Okay. And uh, the reason why it's so large is the cartel and You're stuff. You're not going like, to get shot for like... No, 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 Who gives a shit? It's, it's like yeah. the cartel. The cartel will scoot around all the big major cities and hit... Smithville, which is right in between Houston and Austin and, and San Antonio and all that area. Sure. And they'll hit that and supplement all their drugs through Smithville. And then from that point, they'll hit the major thoroughfares wow. and spread out. And uh, and he was like, dude, I can get you crack, cocaine, speed, meth, weed, slibbly, slabbly, right. slabby, shlu. Slonkers, slonkers, <laughs> no bonkers. <laughs> Who's canoes and who's canoes? Whiskle and diskies? I can't. I can't even. Whiskle and diskies. And Macho Cam Mandy Fravage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Macho Cam Candy Cabbage. Um, but actually, that's a great weed name. Macho Cam Candy or Candy Cabbage. I think Candy Cabbage. Candy Cabbage is a great weed name. We'll make a strand. Yeah, we because all you have to do is just go. I named it this, and then somebody goes, "It does smell like candy cabbage." And you go, <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> but uh, he told me about it, and and I was like, cool, I can get some weed, which is great. But at the same time, I was like, man, I'm sort of frightened by this guy because he knows all this shit, and like he's freely and openly telling me about it. Well, one day I'm having a party at my house, and he goes, hey, Cam, uh, let's chill, dude. And I was like, okay. And he said, I'm going to come over to your house, dude. By the way, is it cool if I get a tattoo done at your house? And I was like, I don't have a tattoo machine, man. He goes, oh, man, my boy, he's bringing his tattoo machine. And I was like, okay. And so we're playing we're playing Monopoly because, uh, you know, fuck it, right? Like sure. that's We're just playing, drinking beer, playing Monopoly, fucking around. Cool. And this badass motherfucker with, uh, like, teardrop tattoo walks in my house and goes, Cam, dude, what's up? And my roommates had no idea. And there was, like, two giant black guys walking in behind him with a tattoo machine and one smoking a blunt. And, like, and I'm just going, like, what's up, guys? Hey, by the way, roommates, invited these guys over. Yeah. Completely trust them. Right. And I was like, there's nothing to worry about, which there wasn't. But he's sitting there smoking some weed, 
drinking just like beer and shit like that with us. And he's all, he's getting a tattoo and he's having a conversation about the details of Monopoly and why he can relate that to life so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's such a great set piece because like, it's like, all right, like if we were to write a skit, we're like, all right, how about they play Monopoly? All right. How can we make this interesting? All right. Dude's just getting a tattoo while he's just owning that. Like that's. Nah, that's awesome. Well, he was teaching me about you know like uh, the trade market and uh, and you know value yeah, of because yeah. he's like you know, you know man people. life's a lot like Monopoly. It's totally fucking railroads in it. <laughs> and oh, the, oh, and you gotta pay utilities. And we're also <laughs> we're also scared. We're like, yeah, uh huh, I agree. No, but he really would one thing that I learned about Monopoly. He said, focus on the, the small shit. Nobody ever wants to buy the small shit. He goes, but when you own the whole block. Then everybody's got to pay the piper, and I was like, "I cannot go home now. <laughs> I'm already home." No, but I, lo- I love Frank, man. He's no, he's an amazing guy, and honestly, I got to know him Yo, really well man. over time. Life's a lot of Monopoly. You can be a shoe or a boat <laughs> or a thimble. <laughs> Sometimes a cowboy that's permanently in an erect horse. Wait, what? Oh, the, 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 the I thought you, horse. no, I just thought you meant like a horse with a, like a raging cock. I just like, <laughs> it's just fat erection. Oh, shit, man. Probably. But ultimately, yeah, it's, it's just, I, it's funny how this episode ended up being like, let's talk about drug stuff. Like, yeah. Or just, <laughs> two dudes kissing lead to a lot of drug use. So, and maybe that's why we're going to tie this all back in. Dad was a heavy drug user. Really? In the 70s and 60s. That he is. said, anybody who ever lived through the 60s and 70s, son, if they tell you they didn't do drugs, they're fucking lying. Everybody did drugs. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Everybody. Mm-hmm. He's all, they all had sex. And they, all had, did, they all had drugs and did them. But um, maybe, maybe back in the day, 60s and 70s, you uh, do Yeah, little, kind of a free love sort of thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was like a... You're, 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 I like how high your voice got to rationalize kissing somebody. <laughs> I'm just trying to hook up my dad because, like, you know, he's the man, baby. He likes to kiss other guys. Yeah, but, they will not be able to hear this. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, no, it's uh, that was that was a pretty crazy story, and I'm glad you listened to it. No, so. absolutely. I, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, that so, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been kind of our. Uh, freelance I, yeah the free, uh, let's go I, I, it just kind of feels like two people talking over the campfire so uh, like the bearded campfire stories yeah no yeah, uh, yeah. parkour parkour talking parkour oh okay oh okay in the sense of the freedom of movement at first I was just like parkour I'm like you're right we haven't touched on that yet. <laughs> yeah we do need to talk about parkour <laughs> I feel like it could fill at least about 30 seconds yeah. dude jumps on things and off Hey, watch, man. I can put my hand on this fire hydrant and then keep going. <laughs> Dude, you're such a badass. Let's have sex. Did I, tell I mean, you, what? Did I tell you I did parkour for a little bit? What? Yeah, yeah. It was like about We'll a- finish with this. Let's finish it. I want to hear... You've uh, done free running. Did you do like across the, the buildings and jump? I, I never did anything that was really too... I could see you doing parkour. You wear a lot of sweatpants. That's uh, a parkour thing. I, I've really only been wearing sweatpants re- uh, recently because I'm really lazy. And comfortable. Um, with oh, our love. so goddamn comfortable! I love it. I, well, I, I've never, I never liked sweatpants until recently. I'm just like where they have like the tapered ends. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's like my my legs are given a hug, but room to breathe at the same time. It's the best. Parkour. Um, I, I did park for like uh, not even, not even a year, like six months. 
uh, just two of my buddies were doing it, and like after uh, school, and I walked in, and they're like, "Oh my god, what are you do- doing?" Um, I parkour. Just, I just par- want to watch you do parkour. <laughs> I want to watch you do parkour, but like in a field. Well, You're like, I can't jump off of anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is just running and jumping, and this sucks. Now, um, so basically, they they just kind of showed me a couple of things. They're just like, yeah, it's just really just make our. Um, it just makes walking into a room more interesting, and that's just kind of it, they. They it also they said that kind of helps them appreciate their surroundings more to see like, oh, what else can I do with this? Like, yeah. oh, here's a handrail, like. Yes, that's something to help me keep my balance, I guess, as I walk down this ramp or whatever. But what if I could do this neat flip over it? Or if I can vault myself over it? And really, it's just more a matter of, like, shifting momentum to certain things. It's, it was kind of cool. Um, yeah. uh, and really, it was just two guys that were athletic, bored, and just wanted to jump and did cool stuff. Like, But the, it's basically gymnastics without any discipline. Um they would actually go to the gymnastics, like, free time gym, whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, like the it, trampoline places? Well, well, not even, well, they would have one, but I mean, like, an actual, like, gymnastics gym. We need to do gym. that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, my sister is, like, a general manager of, like, jump, not Jump Street. Oh, I'm forgetting. I just want to play dodgeball and some trampolines. Yeah, right? dude. This we'll shit awesome. Dude, if they have a slam ball court... Like we could tear our ACLs instantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so like parkour, sorry, sorry, parkour was like it's like yeah, your freedom so, of space. Now, what? My question to you though, do, during this time frame, or do you think parkour people overthink sex? Like, do they? Because like they're they're all about like freedom of movement. And he's like, well, I can jump uh, over the bed frame and then like sort of go in, you know. And she's like, could you just could you just fuck me, John? I mean, <laughs> I swear to God. If I see you do another, like, fucking uh, running on the walls before you dive right into my vagina, I swear, it just hurts. It just hurts. You think you're doing, you think you're hot shit because you did a flip before you inserted yourself into me? No, you just found some centripetal force and rammed it right into my vagina. I'm staying at my mom's house, John. (laughs) Parkour has ruined our life and our sex, and I just can't live with it anymore. He's all, but sweetheart, I can, okay, wait. Maybe I could save our relationship. Give me a second. Jump over the chair. Talk to you about your feelings. Backflip over the table. Then walk through our communication issues. Then I'll vault over <laughs> the issues that we're actually facing. Yes. Well, and I mean, it was really interesting. It was something that uh, actually one of the things I did uh, to get better at it because I just destructed interest. I did something called Air Alert. Um, Air Alert is... Oh, yeah, my uh, cousin and... Uh, uh, yeah, it's a it's a, a vertical yeah. uh, tape that it's, you use to increase your ability to... Yeah, jump. It's, yeah it's a plyometrics. Yeah. Um, and uh, one, I was about... It's it's a whole bunch of just really awkward uh, exercises that are more or less calf raises. Like, it, there's one where you... Imagine, like, you're sitting in a chair, like a squat, yeah. and you're just bouncing, basically. And it's, like, various... Uh, like well, I've jump, done jump, jumping on the chairs and stuff like that. It's miserable too. Uh, it can be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I tell you what, um, after doing that for about six weeks, it's like a fifteen-week program. You can keep doing it, but after six weeks, uh, my friends described me as a flea because I could just jump over shit. I could, I could never dunk a basketball, but I definitely could hold on to the rim. Now, I mean, I'm five six on a good day. Where I mean, but to imagine that, like I'm five six and I can almost dunk a basketball. That's 
Your calves are very I have Thor-like. gigantic calves. Yeah, yeah, I get them for my dad. I don't know what it is. Like my, like, I feel my, like my, I my legs eat, in general are I feel like I could meaty. eat your calves and you could still walk. Like I could take a good half portion out of each one. And Yeah, and to be honest, I don't notice how large my calves are until I cross my legs where I'm just like, oh my fucking god, it's a great well, It's not a bad thing, though. I, it's like, it's, it's uh, I, I'm proud of them. I just wish they were more in use. Like, I wish I could just jump higher. Like, these are, these are, these are all, like, th- this is all, uh, looks. Aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's no function here. Yeah. I mean, there's function, but, like. Did anybody ever call you cantaloupe calves? No. Can no. I start calling you cantaloupe calves? I feel like that'd be a better name for you. Like, like, cam- cantaloupe, can- nope, never mind, nope. Nope, you're cantaloupe calves now. Cantaloupe calves, cool. Done. Can I just call you just? Can I just call you Jessica? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Well, well, awesome, man. So. Yeah. Anyways, man. We've covered a lot of shit. Yeah, man. I covered a lot of ground. This was a very unfocused but fun. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. You know, I, I enjoyed it. It's I, the bearded campfire. Yeah, I think the bearded vibes like this. We we're still trying to figure out what our niche is and yeah. what people want to listen to. Uh, apparently, us telling stories. Uh, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that. More than just us talking seriously about a topic. So yeah. sorry for doing that, folks. <laughs> Half, halfway through there, but uh, we really appreciate you know y'all's patience. We hope this was entertaining. Um, you know, yeah, and give it, feedback too. Please, you, know, you, you don't have to. Like, obviously, it's not. I'm not going to sit here and beg anybody for it. But at the same yeah. time, like, if you want to, it's and it's it's something that you're invested in uh, and you enjoy listening to. It's something that can make us better and hone our hone our ability uh, our abilities and our focus our topics more aligned to what you like so the more you tell us what you like the better we're going to be able to say yeah let's, let's discuss around that you know and and, have, and so it's it's a lot of fun to interact and well yeah we hope, we want this to be more interaction than just us lecturing i mean before we've we're still going to pick topics and do research at some point for some of like right now life's just been hitting us pretty hard i just moved and getting a second job and all kinds of things but uh i i think at this point you know we're uh i think we're, we're on the right track and uh, we're very thankful for the listeners that we have yeah. so uh with that being said uh i'm don denham and i'm cameron stay manly folks